0: You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Summer. Hey, Atwood. You came here to talk.
1: You're not talking. I got it. It's great to see you, too. I really like what you've done with your whole face.
0: Welcome back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're here with season four, episode one The wow. Avengers. Four. Four.
1: <laughs> Michelle and I were texting today and I was like trying to get the schedule ready. And she's like, Why do you keep saying three, three for Gossip Girl? And she's like, Oh shit, I have to get used to us saying four, one and three something for Gossip Girl because. We, we graduated to a new season of our, both of our podcasts.
0: I know. And at the same time. At the same time. So it's really throwing me through a loop. And, you know, we've been saying three yeah, for so for long. So long. <laughs> now we're in four and it's the final it's one. It's the final season. And today, before you came, and I was on stories, too, talking about I was reflecting. I was like, I can't believe we're here. I mean, we have 16 weeks and then we're going to do our bonus episodes. Right. But... It's the last season of our second child. I know. And then they go off to college. And then, you know,
1: we started a new baby. And then Gossip Girl will eventually go off to college. It's just, it's sad, you know? <laughs> but it's happy. No, no, no. It is yeah. happy.
0: But also, I'm just, I love where our show has come. Same. And the fact that we talk about it in depth and in lengths that we go to. And the fact that our listeners are on the same page as us. Yeah. With their questions and everything. Yeah, definitely. So. Anyway, like I said, we are here talking about The Avengers, original air date, November 2nd, 2006. Now, season three finale was May 18th,
1: 2006. Oh, wow. So
0: imagine watching in real time, Marissa...
1: You're like, is she dead? And then Misha's like, yes, she is.
0: (laughs) And then it doesn't come back until November.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, that was a tough time for... Michelle and
1: Right, because college. you would assume it's like fall premieres, right? But that's almost like kind of like a winter premiere because November is pretty late. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. it's already a short season. Yeah, that too. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they took any breaks within the sixteen weeks. I mean, obviously like holidays and stuff like that, but
0: I'll have to look that yeah, up. like I
1: wonder from November when was the last episode? Of the OC ever, do you know?
0: It's in February. Oh, it is? Yeah, of 2007. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure. Let me do a quick Google because. Oh, yeah. Okay. February 22nd. Makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I vividly remember that happening and I've talked about that before. But anyway, so yeah, I forgot that this aired in November and the last we saw was in May. So it's a huge gap mm-hmm. if you're watching in real time. And also, uh, holidays come faster now. Yeah. Because we're in November.
1: That's true. So pretty soon in the beginning of the Mm -hmm. season, which is so exciting because this is everyone's favorite Chris episode. Yeah. So I'm really excited to rewatch because of the things. And
0: we get a Thanksgiving episode. Oh, that's really exciting too. Little teaser there. But this was written by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, directed by Ian Toynton. The summary for this episode. Hmm. Five months after graduation, we see how everyone is doing after the death of Marissa, Summer is at Brown, Seth is working at a comic book shop, and Ryan has moved out. Julie hires a PI to track down Volchuk and wants Ryan to handle him.
1: Yeah. Seeing Seth at the comic book store, it brought back a lot of memories for me. I was like, oh, wow, I totally remember now watching it that he did that. Mm -hmm. Even though I forgot what he did with his time during when he had his break until he
0: went to school. I was like, oh, yeah, like all came back to me. I mean, to be honest with you, I forgot, too. Oh, you did? Oh, I did. And then as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, right. And Leon is there, his comic book buddies. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. The scoop of the week provided by Michael Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram is Superkid. Oh. Mike chose this flavor. He wanted a superhero theme since this episode is titled The Avengers. And Ryan is the superhero who saves people. What is Super Kid flavor? <laughs> so I had to Google this because we don't have Super Kid. We have Superman. Yeah, we have
1: Superman, which is like usually vanilla with like just colors in it, right? Yeah,
0: Super Kid is fruity flavors mixed together. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it would be their it.
0: Superman, but I was like, no. nope. Super <laughs> no. Kid. Super Kid.
1: Huh. Super Kid. Interesting.
0: Uh, before we dive in, what did you think? Um, it's definitely a. Dark
1: episode. I mean, on the Ryan front, incredibly dark. Julie's incredibly dark. Uh, not much light. I mean, the, the stuff that happens with Summer. But then she goes and she's really super awkward. and No one really knows how they're handling things. I feel like we've heard in the past that Summer didn't really like completely engulf herself in being emotional with Marissa's death. But I think that's just... How she's handling it. Like her brain is just cut off. And you can even tell her being distant from Seth. Her being distant from her dad. Like she, that's her way of coping. So everything was just really, really dark. Michelle cried a lot. I cried a lot. I, I definitely did tear up. Especially with Julie and that whole situation. And then with the comic book thing. That part I really did get choked up. But I, I thought it was a good episode. It was a good opener. They tell you. What everyone's been doing five months later. So it's a big chunk of time, almost half a year. And everyone's just not doing well.
0: I thought for coming off of where we ended, I thought this was a great episode. And I love the tone change. Yeah. I mean, it had to be. If everyone was be. happy, that'd be fucked up. Right. Totally. But I I watched it on my own. And I told Aunt last night, actually, I was like, you're going to have to watch this episode. I feel it's not an episode... That should go unwatched, since he'll be a guest at some point. Right. You need to watch it. It's so good. I love how raw everyone was. And did Seth annoy you? Because I felt he was really good in this episode. No, I felt him to be pretty good. 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 Pretty good. That was what I was most curious about.
1: Yeah, and I even said it to myself towards mid to end of the episode. I'm like, all right, Seth. Let's get even closer to being the guy I remember (laughs) you to be, but yeah definitely no hatred good. or any like sour thoughts but he's still just not my favorite no that's fine <laughs> i just
0: wanted to see how you were feeling towards him i felt that he was pretty damn good in no this he episode. was good he was good yeah okay so like we said episode opens up it's five months later we have a title screen yeah we see ryan in his new place of living and he gets a call at the same time we see ryan uh We see Sandy driving up to a bar, entering, and he's looking for Ryan. Ryan hears Sandy banging at the door and sneaks out the window. Then we cut to Julie. She's in her home bathroom. She's looking in the vanity mirror, and in the cabinet is just filled with bottles of pills. She's numb to the world. Uh, We then see Caitlin in the hallway of the Robert's home putting on knee-high leather boots. Yeah,
1: like leather yeah (laughs) like that shiny material
0: super high-heeled uh julie asks why she isn't in school and caitlin responds with because it's saturday and it's 8 p.m and julie's like oh okay and julie is so oblivious to the world she heads out heads to the mermaid inn and she gets a knock at the hotel door and it's ryan right so that's how the episode opens up
1: yeah, and then they say 20,
0: 36 hours 36 earlier. Episodes. Right. So I actually really like the way this episode was shot and yeah. told because see? we don't really get this on no, this show.
1: not generally at all.
0: So 36 hours earlier, we open up with Seth, which is where we see him for the first time. He's on the phone and you can tell that he just is, keeps leaving voicemails to Summer and he's catching her up. This also acts as playing catch-up For For us, right? So he talks about how Ryan deferred his time at college and he has a new job and he's making friends. Mm -hmm. Seth has been busy bonding with the parents. Him and Sandy have lunch together. Uh, Sandy's fighting the man. He's back at his old job and he's sticking out for the little guy. Kirsten has gone back to hang out with the noopsies and Seth joins her for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like
1: contributing to the conversation, makes some mark Poor about Seth Karen. has nothing else to do. This but is hang it. This parent, which I like, good. Yeah, that you're they need to get back to a normalcy with their family at least. Even though, unfortunately, Ryan is not there. Right. But the the that's where they began was the three of them. It's true. Need to get back to
0: that. Yeah. Seth is also bonding with Neil Roberts. Yeah, which is nice to see because huge. They were always so awkward with each other, or Seth more
1: just awkward with him.
0: Yeah, we see Caitlin. She has made friends with what we like to call in my friend group the Lukes, <laughs> the Lukes. which is Brad have names, and Eric but... Ward. It's Brad and Eric. Luke's little brothers, but we call them the Lukes. And then he mentions Taylor. Yeah. So Taylor's been sending pictures via email to Seth at, about her time in France, and Seth is obviously asking Summer, are you getting these emails too? Give me a call when you have a chance.
1: Yeah, long long
0: voicemail. Very long. So we pan over to Summer, and she's in her dorm room, and she's been screening her calls. Yeah,
1: she's been listening.
0: And so she gets this call, she listens to it, and deletes it. And then her voicemail box is full. Uh, Summer is a pretty different person in college. She's Completely. become an environmentalist. She's attending protests, and she's hanging out with... Like minded people like Che. Che. Played by Chris Pratt, which I forgot he's
1: in this episode. The first first episode. First episode. Do you remember Che? Yeah, super annoying. (laughs) From what I remember, at least.
0: He's just so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just any, they could have thrown
1: like any other character for Summer's like school career, but
0: they picked Che. I mean, imagine though if it was someone on a well, Che does get into it with Seth down the line, but I think we needed this kind of light, ridiculous character because everything else is so yeah, serious that's true. in her life. Right. So the first rally we see, well, it's kind of a rally protest. We see Summer attend is about freeing chickens. <laughs> and it's just her and Che and a couple of other people. They're sitting at a table and they're handing out flyers. And so while she's doing this, she gets a call and it's Taylor. Yeah. Taylor is speaking French, English, trying to be positive. She's so chipper. And except she leaves out the fact that she's actually not in France, but she's home in Newport. Right. At the diner. Yeah. And she's like trying to hide
1: from everyone with her sunglasses and her hat.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. So Seth has been working at the comic book shop, like you said in the beginning. This is what he's doing besides bonding with parents. And this job is pretty fitting for him. He takes his job very seriously. He tells off a young girl about X-Men. Yeah. What can we say? This is Seth. Kirsten comes in on one of his shifts. She has a bag full of groceries and she wants Seth to bring him a care package. Right. Ryan, a care package. And Seth is like, there's really no point to do this. He doesn't care. He's probably just going to put it down. But Kirsten's like, can you please try? Include some comic books that aren't as dark. So sweet.
1: Yeah, it's like coffee, bagels. Cereal. Yeah, things that Ryan loves. Yeah. Non-perishable, I guess. Right. But he doesn't, he's not there. His head is
0: not there. Yeah, and she also wants to see if maybe Seth can get him to come to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So Seth goes to where Ryan is living. He's knocking on the door. Ryan is not answering. And of course, Seth is rambling as Seth does. Why don't you answer? And finally, Ryan gets up. And he's like, Seth asks, like, hey, can you at least come to dinner? Can you just show up? Can you just see, let my parents see that you're alive? Right. So Ryan agrees. So the Coens now are super excited, but they're not expecting any miracles. And we have the three of them in the kitchen. They're setting the table for four. They're like, wow, this feels weird. We might get some grunts. Can't wait. Yeah. Which is sweet to see Sandy and Kirsten, like, working together. Yeah, and them being, the like, page. happy in their lives
1: again. Even though they can't fully be because Ryan isn't
0: there. And yeah. But there's a hope. Yeah. Oh, but before we move forward, when Kirsten talks to seth at the comic book shop we also find out that ryan didn't attend marissa's, marissa's funeral funeral yeah which i i know it
1: doesn't surprise me
0: i know but How that's you so sad
1: they no, it's so sad and for him that's no closure even though uh, it's hard to say yeah I and mean, his closure was like she literally died in his arms yeah he's like he knew He That was his goodbye, so maybe that was his mentality. Like, I don't need to go. It's too sad. I said my goodbye. I need to move forward, but, like, not in a good place. Right. That is sad, though.
0: Yeah. But Kirsten and Seth, they do talk about that because Seth is trying to be like, hey, he didn't even come home to Marissa's funeral. There's no way he's going to come to dinner to eat dinner with us. Um, Okay, so like we said, Seth goes to talk to him and invites him to dinner. The Collins are super excited. However... Ryan doesn't show up.
1: No, but do you think he had the intention to show like after the fight? I or
0: think no? Ryan just said yes to shut to, Seth up. Yeah, to get him out. I don't think he had the intention of going. It stinks. I know. But he's not ready yet, I guess. Yeah. But as we see, Ryan has been fighting, uh, wanting to feel pain, wanting yeah. to get hurt. And we see him enter a fight club ring and the bookie has already chosen a guy for him and ryan points out another guy bigger guy bigger obviously could you know it would be a a harder fight for ryan and that's who ryan wants to fight because clearly ryan doesn't want to feel and just wants to feel or does want to feel only pain, pain but he's numb to the world
1: right like, he's okay with the pain. Yeah. Like, I need that to go yeah.
0: forward. Yeah. So, because he didn't show up, Sandy decides he's going to go talk to him. Right. And Seth decides that he's going to go let him go and try try to uh, have a conversation with him. So, Seth goes looking for Ryan. And simultaneously, he calls Summer, leaving another voicemail <laughs> about how things are going dark. He's worried about Ryan. Summer, she's in her hippie circle. I don't want to call it a hippie circle, (laughs) but she's with her new friends. Che is playing the didgeridoo. She's playing. She's
1: like doing the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a comical scene. Right. It's it's not very summer.
0: No, it's a college party, but then the three of them are sitting on the floor (laughs) making music. Yeah. And so Seth is leaving a rambling voicemail, but at the same time, he hears outside That the kid from the bar is going to get his ass kicked tonight. Yeah. So Seth hangs up with Summer and follows the guy into the fight club ring. Because he couldn't find Ryan when he went to go saw him. And he sees Ryan getting the shit kicked out of him. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Summer, she plays the voicemail from Seth. And she decides it's time to go home. They need me back there. And so Che is like, you got to do what you got to do. Whatever, wherever you go, there you are. He like holds her face. (laughs) And he's like, all right, you got to do what you got to do. So the fight ends and the guy goes to pay Ryan and Ryan doesn't even want the money. Right. And so Seth approaches him and he asks him about dinner. And then he's like, well, my parents are going to love to hear this. And he's like, you're not going to tell them what I'm doing. Yeah. And Ryan then says that, I don't know why you guys want me back. All I do is bring trouble. <sighs> yeah. And he thinks all of this is his fault. Everything.
1: Right. Which is so classic, Ryan. Yeah. and I get it, though. I like, get it, too.
0: Ooh. Because, like, look at, look at how everything has panned out. You know, like, Ryan has brought so much joy. But then at the same time, all this trouble has yeah, followed as well. True. And so... Seth gets starts kind of like egging him, like, Oh, what are you gonna do? You gonna fight me? And he shoves Seth, like gets so angry, and you could see just the the fury come out, and so Seth just backs up. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, whatever. So the next morning he goes he's in the kitchen with his parents, and Kirsten and Sandy are grilling him. They're trying to get the information out, and Seth is just not giving up, and all he says is that he thinks Ryan needs more time.
1: Yeah. Like, ooh, dinner was a stretch. It's not going to happen for a while.
0: Yeah. So Seth heads to work and he hears, Cohen! And it's summer. At the mall. At the mall.
1: That's where she met him. But she didn't even want to go home first. No. She literally has her backpack. Yep. Still on. She's still on travel mode. Like, I just
0: came here for that. Yeah. And they meet each other. And it's so awkward. Yeah. They're like, don't know if they
1: should kiss. Or hug. Or hug. Or like, he's like, it's like, have you been getting my messages? Obviously you have. And she's like, yeah, I came for Ryan.
0: Yeah. Because he's so happy she's here to help. And he's like, she's like, no, I'm here to help Ryan Right. Like, this is not. About you.
1: Yeah. Which is awful because you haven't seen your boyfriend. I mean, in five months-ish. Maybe a little. Right. Less, but.
0: Yeah. And. Like you said, she has no interest in going home. She doesn't even want to take a shower. And throughout the whole time she's here, she's just here to help Ryan. She has got a plan. Right. So Summer decides she's, she's got her plan. She heads to the bar where Ryan is working. And I love this scene.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: She sits down at the bar and she says, Hey, Atwood, I really like what you do with your whole face. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan sees her and they kind of catch up and she's like listen take a breath let me do what I do best trust me let me boss you around and let me do this one last time let's go over to Julie and Caitlin Julie she's a shell of a person it's awful
1: yeah I mean to be expected yeah Caitlin it's like she's still a teenager of course I'm sure she's grieving but she has other things to think about at least as far as, like, high school goes. So her grieving is not as, like,
0: recognizable as Julie's, I guess. As present on the outside. Yeah, Yeah, because Julie, she's just trying to keep as busy as possible. Yes. And her and Neil are not communicating. She doesn't want to open up to him. Every time he tries to talk to her, she just shuts down, or she doesn't want to – she talks about some other – you know, trivial thing right. in her life, um, and Neil he wants to help, but he also isn't being patient. And Not so, one night when Caitlin <laughs> and the Lukes are at the mall smoking, they see Neil with a woman named Gloria, who's the step monster, the right. step ex monster, who
1: we apparently never saw, but now no, we do. We saw the back of her the head. back of her head. <laughs> yeah, so
0: this is Summers ex-step mom right that's what i, I said ex-monster like she could well not yeah be that's monster. her too yeah so the next day julie she's at home and she is stuck underneath the built-in which just was like the comical part of the <laughs> yeah. episode and neil walks in and he finds her and caitlin finds her and caitlin makes a remark about where neil was the night before and neil said he had an emergency and so caitlin ends up grilling him and interrogating him about who he's hanging out with yeah she's like oh those plastic
1: surgeries really go until seven o'clock at night or something like that
0: yeah and so neil's like um adult relationships are very complicated and so she's like okay fine well i'll keep my mouth shut there's some nice leather boots yep size seven and a half caitlin gets her way yep and so she'll keep her mouth shut and these are the leather boots we see in the first scene. Right, yeah. So that's you how we circle all, back. put it
1: all together. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Kirsten trying to be the good friend and be there for Julie. She tries to go visit her. Uh, Julie is locked up in her bedroom. Kirsten meets Caitlin outside of the house. And she makes some work to say, oh, yeah, mom was just stuck underneath the bookcase. And Kirsten's like, I told her it was a built-in. I
1: told her it was a built-in.
0: Yeah. Uh, but she goes up to the bedroom. She's knocking on the door. And Julie is just in bed. She's like, Kirsten, today's not a good day. I'm fine. And Kirsten's like, I'll make tea. Like, just come out. You keep saying every day is a good day, not a good day. Which I love that Kirsten is there.
1: Yeah, me too. I
0: like that she went there. And she's trying to help. And then Julie gets a call. And so she picks up a phone. She gets a call. Obviously, this is a call she's been waiting for. She gets up. She tells Kirsten, like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, everything's good, no problem, I'll see you at another time. So that's how she gets rid of her. Neil and Summer, they go to dinner at the Yacht Club, which Summer still hasn't been home at this point.
1: No, which is so weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, While she's at at dinner, she sees Taylor, and Taylor is ordering food at the bar. And so Summer runs over to her, and she's like, What are you doing here? And Taylor's clapback is, What are you doing here? Yeah.
1: She's like, Oh, I just got back just like you just got back, which is
0: makes that makes makes perfect sense. sense. And so Taylor is acting super sketch. She grabs her food. She notices her mom's also in the yacht club.
1: Yeah. Because Summer's like, Oh, are you meeting your mom? And she turns around. She's like, Ugh,
0: gotta go. Yeah. And so Taylor gets out and Summer's just like, What the fuck? That was really weird. So at this point, we circle back to the beginning. With right. the phone call. So, like I said, Caitlin, we see how she got her boots. We see the part where Sandy goes and visits Ryan. And we see how Ryan shows up to the hotel room. So it turns out that Julie hired a PI to find Volchuk. And she found him. And she has all the information in the file. And she's not going to the cops. She wants Ryan to take care of it.
1: Oh, and, and, like, take care of it. Take care of it. Yeah, because he's the
0: only person that knows how she's feeling. And so Ryan's like, I don't want the file. Right. I don't care about any of this. And he walks out.
1: Which is a lie. He's lying to himself.
0: Yeah. And so he goes home and he has a box filled of memories. Yeah, Marissa's stuff. Pictures of them together. The harbor hoodie. And he throws all of it out except for the sweatshirt. You didn't cry at this fire? I cried at this fire. I
1: mean, it's definitely sad. He's like trying to get rid of a past life that he had there. Yeah. Same with summer. I feel like that's why she didn't want to like unpack her stuff. Oh, yeah. She's of like, course. I don't want to be here. This is past life, bad memories. I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. Where right. Seth is like the, I mean, I'm sure he's dealing with it in his own way too, but he's Less gotten so. his life kind of normal. For the most part, he's just, he's kind of like taking on the Ryan job of like the fixer. Like, oh, let me do this and let me help everyone. Right. Which is good for Seth.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, Julie and Neil, they have this exchange. Julie's at home. She's with her glue gun and her crafts. And you could just see her spacing out. She's numb because at this point, Ryan said, I'm not helping you. Yeah. And so she throws all her crafts on the floor. Neil walks in. And he makes a comment about how Caitlyn took the Lexus. No reaction. Nope. And then Neil apologizes to what he's been doing.
1: Yeah. And she's oblivious to it. Nothing. He's a, he nothing. He is confessing to her, yep. like
0: getting it off his chest
1: so he feels better. And then says like, I, you're not even listening to me, which I feel like he already knew that was his like way out of saying everything.
0: And he's made comments to her. Throughout this whole episode like oh I'm sure there's a pill for that. Mm. And you know when she was underneath the built-in. Yeah. It's not cool. Dude, it's been 5 months and your her daughter died. Right. Yeah, he doesn't handle no that well. No. So summer he she gets Ryan to come to the comic book shop. This is the big
1: Yeah, this I did not remember this. I but didn't when either. I saw it I was like, "Yes, this yeah. is good."
0: So that was Summer's plan. She gets Ryan in and he's like, what am I doing here? And she's like, just trust me. And he goes in. Sandy and Kirsten are there. Seth is there. Seth <laughs> creates the origin story of Atomic County. In Atomic County, each person, Sandy and Kirsten and Seth, narrate yeah, what Ryan really has sweet. done for them.
1: I feel it a little bit.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you can visually see it interpreted the Atomic County of what Seth drew. Yeah,
1: and then Seth is like reading it, and Ryan's like, I don't need you to read it. And so as the audience, now you're just getting to see all the pictures of what we remember happened and what Ryan remembers happening. And right. Just,
0: it was a good good idea, a good moment. It was really good. And also, Summer, this is the first time she's going back in time and seeing yeah. this. Or how she, Little Miss Fixin, is kissing the Ironist, and you can see her reaction yeah, on she's her like, face. oh.
1: Yeah. It's been a while. That was such a sweet moment, but I'm not that person anymore. Right.
0: So after this whole origin story comic book scene cry fest, Mm -hmm. Sandy goes to drop Ryan off and gives him a good old Sandy talk about like, I'm not a softie, but, you know, listen, I don't want to lay this on you right now, but you were there with her when it happened. You don't have to get over it. right? You just have to get used to it. And so kind of they have this, like, unspoken spoken i'm gonna come home yeah will you wait the pool house is always open. yeah he's like well
1: i could i could get my stuff it wouldn't take me very long to pack and sandy's like i don't want to put the pressure on you but yeah ryan's like you're putting too much pressure on me right
0: (laughs) right so ryan goes in to pack his bags
1: yay which didn't take very long
0: it didn't thank goodness thank goodness right seth he thanks summer for all of her help and for coming home and they plan for me to meet for breakfast in the morning before she goes back and so she goes up to her bedroom and this is the first time summer is in her house since she's been back we see her turn on the light she's looking around her bedroom she sits on her bed and we see her look into what it used to be marissa's room through the bathroom they shared yeah and she gets the vision of marissa yeah can't deal can't (laughs) deal and summer's like i gotta get out of here and so she takes a flight back and she leaves seth a voicemail of like oh i had to go back there's a protest and then she says give a hoot don't pollute which is really cute (laughs) uh and then the last scene we have ryan finally goes to marissa's grave yeah and julie shows up Mm -hmm. she's like
1: i'm here every day and ryan's like this is his
0: first time going. And she knows that. Yeah. And she said, "What changed your mind? Why are you here?" And Ryan says, "I just realized I have to do this." I
1: have to do this. And then it closes so like completely bam out of nowhere. You're like, "Oh shit, okay, he has to do this." Dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah. I kind of laughed. I was like,
0: "Oh." Me too. I did too <laughs> because it was so
1: sudden. It was because and then the the credits like automatically come on after that. I'm like, "Oh, okay, we're not even That's it. That's it. That's the closing of the episode. Yeah. Good one. It was really good. Yeah. I feel like the big points that happened were necessary. I loved seeing that comic scene. That was a really good idea with the writers. Um, Yeah. And like getting Kiki and Sandy back to normal. I'm so about that. Seth not annoying me. I'm about that. It does feel weird not having Marissa, but also she is present so it's like not weird yet yeah you know like we're still as um, as the season goes on i'm sure it will feel a little bit different with her being gone so it's just dark it is dark and i feel like it stays pretty dark and then like the happy moments are so like ridiculous that it makes you laugh because you're like wow this is so ridiculous yeah
0: that's accurate
1: yeah so i'm looking forward to that not that i don't look forward to darkness right no
0: of course gives a good
1: contrast sure from where we left off so
0: so we're gonna take a break we have lots of good questions awesome i can't wait to get into yay
1: are you addicted to coffee do you like true crime if so come check out our podcast caffeinated crimes every week we research a different true crime case and sit down with a cup of coffee and exchange our thoughts from Ed Gein to Lizzie Borden to the suspicious death of Keith Warren, we cover a variety of stories. You can find us on your favorite podcast app or at caffeinatedcrimes.com.
0: Welcome back from break. We're going to get into our questions and comments from all you lovely people. We're going to start out with our girl Tish. At Letitia underscore Dominique, our trivia correspondent. This episode was broadcast in Canada on the CTV website before it aired on TV, marking the first time any American drama was broadcast for free online in Canada. Out of 609 votes on TV.com, this has a rating of 9.3 and out of 432 votes on IMDb, a rating of 8.3. Although the reviews for this episode were very positive, it was the least viewed episode of the season with only 3.39 million people turning in. I wonder why. Uh, we also see The Mermaid in which we haven't seen since 3.5. Oh yeah, I guess it has been a while. Yeah. Because Josh knew this was going to be the last season, he decided to get back to the roots of season one and make the show more fun and show off more of Newport as a whole comment she has a thirst level for ryan
1: same and i was feeling sandy a little bit in this episode
0: yeah uh also she forgot a lot happened in this episode but really loves it she went to a concert last year in october and the band did a cover of running up that hill and it transported her right back to this episode thank you tish thanks tish Fassel, Fassel, our Goop King at Fassel ZCon, says, this is the first episode in which Chris Pratt is in, and it's called The Avengers.
1: Oh, oh God, that's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, me neither. He <laughs> would later go on to
0: star in Guardians of the Galaxy movies and also in Avengers, Infinity War. Yeah, Val, wow, ironically. So funny. Uh, Mike, our Scoop correspondent at Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram, he says that he doesn't blame Julie for the way she's acting, you can't tell someone how to grieve, nor can you judge them on how they do it. Right. And is not a fan of Neil cheating.
1: No, not at all.
0: He also says he never noticed that the boots that Summer comments on are the boots that Caitlyn gets.
1: Yes, in the store. Yeah. The yes. Like, those are so obnoxious. Who would get those? Or something right. Like that. So
0: we didn't talk about that scene. But Seth and Summer, when they're walking around the mall, before he goes into the comic book shop, she sees the boots and makes a snide comment about them. <laughs> funny <laughs> uh he says he likes the use of badgering by keen in the montage scene me too i thought that was really good yeah questions why do you think ryan didn't go to marissa's funeral was it because he feels responsible or was it too hard for him both i think more he feels responsible for yeah it.
1: and probably like to face julie and caitlin after all
0: of that i yeah i don't blame him. Hard. <laughs> what would you have done if you were in Ryan's position? Maybe not go either. I don't even know how I would f- feel. I was trying to think about this. If I'm in Ryan's position and I'm Ryan or am I in Ryan's position? And you're you And I'm me. Right. And we got into a car accident. But th- I don't. Okay. I don't know what I could. I don't. I don't know, maybe I, know. I couldn't <laughs> go either. Cause now I'm trying to think like not to be sick, but if it was like you or right. and or know. my sister uh, or Yeah, same. Fuck. Right. They don't blame him for that. No, can't. Um, at the OC Memories on instagram says they're so excited for season four it's their favorite season and that they're so excited for the rest of the season for this podcast thank you and they adore taylor because taylor becomes so much more of a lead in the show she does yes yeah uh, Mackenzie at m galloway 614 is so excited for season four as well it's her favorite season.
1: Wow, there's a lot of four favorites. Yeah,
0: and she's currently on a road trip catching up on our podcast. Aww. So shout out to you. Hope Actually, you're having a good time. I think she's on her well I think she's on her way to Wilmington. Oh really?
1: Because we did get a message from her on Tree Hill Talk asking all the good places to go in Wilmington.
0: No way. I'm pretty
1: sure it's the same. If it is, we can keep this in. But if it's not, <laughs> I okay. forgot I haven't said anything. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Um at Rosa Francisca BRG, Rosa Francisca, says, Can't forgive the OC production for not having done Marissa's funeral.
1: Oh, that would have been so sad. Oh, my God. That would have been awful.
0: We did Caleb's funeral. We did
1: Caleb's funeral. I mean, definitely was sad because we felt so badly for Kirsten. But... uh, God. I mean, kind of going off what we said on our finale episode, someone asked like, if we would have seen the aftermath of Ryan telling them what happened to her. I think it would have been just as worse as us seeing the funeral. Yeah. And maybe that was a way they could, like, honor the character even more, but also, like, Misha wouldn't be in it, you know. It well, no. Just, no. It would just be them. Yeah, uh, hard. Ugh, and it would have been, <laughs> I
0: feel, if they would have done it, it would have been a montage scene with the yeah. music. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it would have just wrecked us. Yeah, it would have been good awful. a thing they didn't do I it. think
1: that's best. Yeah, They were kind of like, all right, we close it, not to close the chapter on Marissa, but we want to show the growth after five months of these characters, how they're all dealing with grief, and how none of them are dealing with it the same way. Right. Yeah.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you. At Muse Chick on Instagram, Vic. She's so disappointed in Neil. Julie doesn't let him in, but how would he be if something happened to Summer? Right. Exactly.
1: Right. Like, I understand Neil's perspective because Julie is so distant from him. She won't talk about it. But also as a support system, like, if you're married to that person, you made a vow, like, you... Well, they're only engaged. You, oh, that's true. They are only engaged, but that doesn't but mean they're only engaged. No, but still, like if you're engaged, you're engaged to be married. That means you're going to get married. You want to be with this person, so right. you gotta you gotta do your part. As much as it sucks and as much as it hurts, right? You have to be patient, and yeah. he is far from that. Yeah, very quickly.
0: Vic is also happy that we get to see the comic book shop because we get a glimpse of Hermosa Beach Pier. Oh. Questions. Why do you think Ryan threw away the pictures except for the sweater? It hurts too much. But,
1: yeah, the sweatshirt. Maybe one day he would feel like he could, like... Use it or wear it or like feel yeah
0: and maybe it's to her also not a visual of her face right it's not her picture yeah
1: yeah sad when he did that though because it's so many memories like I know I can't imagine getting rid of something and I, that person was gone that I didn't have it back anymore like yeah I don't know
0: I know after I would have done that I would have went into the garbage garbage place. and got Ooh, it right get
1: it out. It's like you put it's like any it's like anything, like a breakup. You put everything in like a box, you shut that box, like you want girls, in the back of the closet. <laughs> That's right. And you don't deal with it until you're ready to deal with it. And that you hope, even though you asked your mom, please, please throw it away, <laughs> she keeps it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think getting Ryan to find Volchuk is closer for Julie?
1: I mean, Yeah, I guess what would be closure for Julie? She's saying, like, him going to jail is not enough for her. She needs him dead. She needs him dead. And she can't physically, mentally do it herself. And she, we have seen her in the past. Like, she's become so close to being a murderer, but she doesn't do it with Caleb and everything. She can't do it. She can't do do it. it. So her putting this on Ryan, like, you do it. It's even worse, but... I. I, I guess that would be her closure, but like, would you feel satisfied after that? Your got your kid's still gone,
0: and I think that's where it leads to, right? We like, know we that's know not- him dying is not going to bring her
1: back. Yeah. So you you have to unfortunately come to terms with he's still out there. He's a piece of shit, and he deserves to be locked up for. That's what, what I he would. Did.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say what I would prefer, but right. he should rot for the rest of his life in jail that's it right and i don't
1: even truly remember what the outcome of finding volchok if they find volchok is so what his sentence is or anything like it could really piss you off i mean we watch the criminal justice system all the time do things where you're like that's fucking bullshit that should be longer then this person gets the death penalty and you're right. like, Oh my God, like just oh, so much. Yeah. I could, I could go on a tangent about that. Oh, well, yeah, not. Well, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, she might not ever feel like justice for Marissa. And yeah. that's something that just comes with time. Yeah. Sucks though, man.
0: Uh, she asks, why do you think Taylor is hiding why she's back in Newport? She's scared of her mom, but why is she being weird towards summer? Well, I think she doesn't want
1: anyone to know she's there because she was supposed to be in Paris, away at school at Paris. So now she... do they tell us that? They do, right, in the last episode? I was like, did I make that up? (laughs) Uh, So there's a reason why she's home. If she's home, she doesn't want anyone knowing she's there because then it could get back to her mom. Right. And it's also like, let me fix things while I'm here under the radar before anyone could find out I did things or whatever so yeah. or someone did something to me I don't know right but yeah I think that's why she just doesn't want anyone
0: to know she's home and I also feel that she wasn't expecting and to she see wasn't summer expecting
1: summer so it just so happened that her mom ended up right. ended up being in the same
0: restaurant yeah when you're sad do you shut down or do you let it out uh
1: I do a little bit of both Do you have a process? My process is I ignore until it kills me.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) And then once I'm okay with it, then I put on my favorite, like, really sad music. And then you just, like, let it out that way. But I'm just that's the type of person that I am like I'll accept it for myself, but I won't like want to talk about it with other people. Mm. I want to I wouldn't want to like relive it every second. So I just like keep it pushed all the way down until one day I'm like, all right, today's a day I can let it out. But like also, that's definitely like this is definitely not a way to handle things. Yeah. But that's just always how I've been like ignore until it kills me and then I have to like actually come to terms with it.
0: Yeah, I think there's different levels of sadness. Yeah, or depends on what it is, too, you know? I'm usually someone who needs to just, I let it out. Let it out, yeah. At nauseum. <laughs> there's a couple, like between Aunt and you, I've really, you know, and I have a couple other best friends, it'll go through a couple of sequences. Yeah. And then I also reflect within myself, I'm like, hey, okay, why are you really feeling this way? Or what's really the pain here? But I always, I always feel it's best to get it out. It is best to get it out, and whether that's through music or talking. Vic mentioned how there's raid rooms now, which would be good, where you can go yeah. break stuff. Uh, any any form of that is good. Right, to like anything get it out. to
1: get it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you, Vic. Thank you. At AAW three one one five, Alicia. She says she feels that the emotional turmoil of the characters in this episode was so well portrayed. Yeah. Would have liked to have seen what everyone's summer was like and how everyone got to the point in which they're at. That's true. Yeah, uh, Seth seems to be handling it best. How do you think he and Summer left things off when she went off to school? I know, and it's so weird because she even says to Che,
1: like, I just, you know, Summer came and then I left, and like I just like left and dropped everything to come here. So I mean, yeah, I wish I would we would have seen. A glimpse? Just a little bit of like what happened with Seth and Summer. Obviously they're still together, but they're incredibly distant from each other. And I'm assuming it was probably what, end of June when this all happened and when then graduated. Yeah. So yeah. So then, you know, only Marissa was going away, but the other kids were just having a summer until they go off to school. So I guess maybe none of them like hang out. Ryan just kind of like immediately went on his path. And Summer just was like maybe all focused in getting herself like packed and ready. And maybe that made her and Seth distant. And then kind of like, well, you know, I'll see you during the break. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And Summer also says to Che that I've changed a lot here. But people at home haven't. Right. And I think... Her and Seth are so distant, but Seth is also letting Summer be that way, and not a bad way, but like clearly, right? I I understand that you need to do what you got to do, and he's so respectful. Yeah, I'm just gonna say he is not the typical Seth where he's kind
1: of like pushing it, like needy. He's needy in a way, but yeah, like the voicemails, like that's the extent of his neediness. And so I'm glad to see it not go over the top when he pushes her away even more. Because she's like, dude, I can't deal with your emotions right right now. Right, right. I have my own stuff to worry about. So,
0: yeah. Even though Summer is in pain, uh, Alicia says she appreciates her willingness to help her friends Mm -hmm. and put her own hurt aside for others. Yeah. Well, also, I think it's a good distraction. I do, too. Why do you think she is pushing Seth away? Do you think he's not understanding? Or maybe we didn't see something. So we try to touch upon that. I don't think it's that he's not understanding.
1: No, I think he understands plenty. I mean, his brother-type figure had a completely way, a completely different way of dealing with it. So he sees that. Then his girlfriend goes off to school. She's the only one that really, like, went far away, even yeah. though the East Coast is not that far. But But It's a different but coast. It's a different coast. Yeah. yeah so she like i that's how i needed to deal was to get the hell away from everything right so i think he is understanding of that it's probably really sad like yeah. have your partner so far away and then on top of that they're dealing with such emotion that you can't even like comfort them or yeah. she doesn't even she can't even be comforted at this point she just wants to keep pushing and going and doing so she doesn't have to like stop and think about it but she's
0: kind of Acting like Julie's acting.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, and that's a total normal way of doing things. Yeah. Um, Alicia says she thinks Ryan listened to Summer out of everyone because besides Julie, she's probably the only person who understands what she's feeling. Right. And was the most close to Marissa for the most part. Right. Some questions. Do you think that part of the new Fight Club Ryan was always to find Volchuk and finish him or do you think after talking to Julie he came to that decision I
1: think the fight club was his e- escape escape and wanted to not feel but also feel
0: pain that's how i feel too and i
1: don't i think he not that he would be fine with like letting Volchuk just run free i don't think that that was his main concern at all same even though, I think he's just so filled with guilt that he can't even see that. Yeah. Like, this person needs to be put away for what they did. But he can't even.
0: He can't deal with the outside factors. Right.
1: And Julie is different where she, that's all she's focusing on right now because she's putting all of her eggs in one basket because maybe that will make her feel better, even though we know it's not going to.
0: Yeah. What did you think of Seth's comic book? Do you think that's what made Ryan come home and heal? And why now?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I know it's like a quick, in the first, in, as we see, it's been five months, but to the audience, it's only been 30 minutes of him like, all right, I guess I'll come back.
0: But I feel though, even, I feel that, yes, we only saw the 30 minutes of everybody suffering. But I feel that also it felt like it's been a very long time at the same time. time. So, I'm glad they did this in one episode. Reminds me of season two premiere. Yeah, when the boys came back really quickly.
1: Even though you thought they would be there for a while and they didn't, so. But you could feel that they were there for a long time. Yeah. By Kirsten and Sandy and their relationship. Same thing here.
0: Yeah, and I think also tying in the comic book because Kid Chino was a part of it and seeing uh, Seth and Sandy and Kirsten tell how they felt about Ryan and just being in that room, being forced to be in a room like that. It was like
1: his own intervention. intervention.
0: It was. And so I think that's what made him ultimately see like, okay, I've actually done good for these people. Right. Interesting to think that if Ryan died instead of Marissa... Would Marissa have given in to her vices as Ryan does? Would Seth and Summer's positions changed? Would Marissa still have gone to Greece or would she have stayed? Oh, that's such a good question. It's such a good question. I feel that Marissa 100% would have given in to her vices. Because let's let's look at Marissa's year. Yeah, she would Imagine have a complete spiral. going through all of that shit she went through. And then Ryan dies and Volchok is the one to have killed him. She... Either she would
1: have went completely numb like she did when she was with Volchuk or she would be on such vengeance that she would want to go find Volchuk and maybe kill him. Maybe she'd have what Julia's going through, like, completely shut down. Let me go find Volchuk and kill him. Uh, I think she I, I would wonder. I mean, imagine Sandy and Kirsten or Seth, like...
0: I think Summer wouldn't have went to college. I think she would have stayed. I think Seth would have become this the most depressed. Yeah. And I don't think Marissa would have gone to Greece. No, I don't think so either. I think, or maybe she would have gone and partied and just became addicted to pills and yeah, maybe overdose that. and all.
1: Yeah, I can see <sighs> that too. It's
0: like, thank God Marissa didn't have to deal with Ryan dying. I mean, I know Marissa died, but <laughs> I think that would have been worse.
1: Yeah, it would have been worse.
0: It's a great question though. Yeah. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Moving over to an email we got from Jillian. She feels that season four feels like a good spinoff. The opposite of season seven of Gilmore Girls made me laugh. I had to. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Why did Julie get so dressed up for meeting Ryan in the hotel room? I know. Why did she? Luke felt very recent all of a sudden. Yeah,
1: right? It's so true.
0: She says she cried during the whole origin story. Uh, and at the grave and watching ryan get beat up and at the dumpster i done that to get rid of something sentimental in a fit of rage or upset but the pics of deceased great love of your life is really rough to watch yeah, it is thank you jillian your thank commentary you. always makes me crack up <laughs> yes <laughs> uh thank you guys to everyone who sent questions and comments for this episode thank we you truly appreciate it some music in this episode, Running Up That Hill by Placebo, Save Me by Jude, Song for the Sunshine, Belle and Sebastian, Mr. Blue, Catherine Feeney, Bootleg Saint by Sam Roberts, Any Bad Dream by Keen. Some fashion in this episode? I
1: I liked Julie's red dress, even though it was a little bit formal for what she was for doing. the mermaid in? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But
0: she looked good. I like Sandy's tan jacket that he wore when he goes to to... Try to talk to Ryan. Yeah, I liked everyone's haircuts. They looked good. Summer's hair looks so good.
1: Great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone. I know. They really do. They really looked good. I enjoyed Summer's uh, more trees, less bush shirt. Yes.
0: (laughs) I like Julie Cooper's bandana when she's trimming the edges. You're
1: like, ooh, reminiscent. This is so
0: fitting for now. Yeah. Um, I really liked Taylor's big black
1: hat. She's With clean. her sunglasses.
0: I love Julie's zebra eye mask that she's wearing in yeah, bed. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ryan just in a plain white tee with those bruises. I'm about it. You know, I mean. And the haircut. Get Gino in the flesh, you know? Looks so good. He
0: looks good. Yeah. I said, back
1: to my Sandy thirst. <laughs> <laughs> I really did like um, Julie's outfits a lot, but she had this like navy short sleeve shirt, but it was like tie dye. That looks so comfortable, and she was wearing it with jeans, like super casual for yeah. her. Yeah, and she also wore that like halter, black and white. When I'm trying to think of where she went, maybe it was when she was doing her crafts. It was like a halter with black and white stripe, with like a little
0: mm. I think it was during crafts. Here.
1: Yeah, I think it was during crafts. Yeah, and Ryan's jean jacket.
0: Yes, cute. Yes, some quotes
1: um it's the seth ryan time that counts
0: i know i have this is no ordinary comic book this is an origin story now you may have never saved the planet but you did save us yeah oh when kirsten goes ryan always calls i know
1: Ryan, no ryan always calls like he's not gonna be late he always calls
0: utility room is the new pool house seth i told her it was a (laughs) built-in summer i don't do sarcasm anymore I really like what you've done with your whole face. <laughs> One day, the litigator brought home his work with him. Only this time, his work sh- looked strangely like a young Russell Crow.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess he kind of does look like a, a young bet. Russell Crow. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm no softy.
0: Give poultry a choice. I just realized I have to do this. <laughs> oh, boom, boom! Give a hoot. Don't pollute. <laughs>
1: and she doesn't even say it like smiling she's no. just, just like i'm so drawn and the way she its just like her sign of like
0: give a hoot don't blue." yeah yeah good stuff is that all you have yeah okay do you have your mvp and shittiest i do okay we'll do mvp first three, three two one, one. sethomers <laughs> The
1: Coen's? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought Sandy and Kirsten, the double team, when they work together, like I know they can, they're just always supportive. And Sandy wanted Ryan home. Of course, you know, Kirsten wanted Ryan home. But I liked seeing them get back to like season one parents that I've really missed because it's been two and three were rough with them. I know. Real rough. <laughs> god so rough so i'm happy to see them yeah but
0: why'd you pick seth ummer seth ummer i love seth in this episode he's trying to keep him everybody together yeah and i love that summer as much as she's hurting she comes home because to help ryan and to help the cohen's and to help seth really
1: right like this is your family and he's upset and dealing with a lot of shit so I'm there for you, but also, like, I'm not there for you.
0: Yeah. I can't I emotionally be there, but let me try to support someone else who can be there for you. So right. maybe I can back up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Alicia also agreed with Seth Amher and Julian chose Seth.
1: Oh. I almost went with Seth. You I know. almost, almost, almost did. But, but he's part of the Coens. He is part of the Cohens. I know. That's not what that's he meant. That's so true. But. You're right. That is true, though. The mm-hmm. Coens in the general sense of the term.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, shittiest? Yes. Okay.
1: Three, Three two, one, one Neil. Mike, Mike also
0: agreed with us on that. Yeah.
1: No bueno, dude. No, I mean, other than there was really no other shitty person. Everyone's going through what they have to go through to survive. And so, Neil, like, you didn't have to do that. No. You could just, you know, not get... I mean, he even
0: (laughs) says, oh, first it started off just talking, and then then it's like, okay, and then then you cut it off. Then you cut it off.
1: But you didn't because that's you. And it's so sad because uh, Summer turns out to be such a good person. And like, we don't really know what her mom was like. We can imagine she was a good person, but not because she left, right? Yeah. She's not dead. She left. She left. So she's a shitty person. Forget I just said that. She's a shitty person. I was confusing her with being dead. She's not dead. She's she's a shitty person. She left. And Neil, as much as he's a good father figure, I don't know. Mm, Not about him lately. No. I was really into him with Julie in the beginning, but he really, towards like the very start of their relationship, was all about business and like no emotion to it. He was kind of like, yeah, you'll be my next wife. And, right. like, that's how we'll be. We'll mesh our families. And if it doesn't work, we'll just not do it.
0: <laughs> and in the beginning, too, he was so vulnerable. Yeah. And it, he lost that. And, like, as time went on, it just more walls came yeah. up. It should be the opposite. Right. So maybe that's just
1: his coping mechanism yeah. is to not feel anything and to make everything just very on the surface.
0: I mean, there's a reason why he's been divorced twice, right? Right. Takes two. Right. So. So true. Uh Yeah. All righty. Do we have our patron of the week? Patron of the week. It's
1: patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's It's patron of the week. It's patron patron of the
0: week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week.
1: This week makes me laugh because, so last week um, I got a text from my sister. The patron of the week is not my sister. Okay. Um, And she sent me a picture of our story. And every Wednesday, we always post our patron of the week. And last week, it was Jacqueline. But it, the week before, it was Vic. And in this picture, she sends me scribbled out over Vic was Ryan. And it still said vivacious Vic on the bottom. And it just made me laugh so <laughs> hard because... He just wants to be patron of the week so bad. So you know what, Rye? I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Rye!
0: Is he going to even listen to hear no, this?
1: but he'll hear it on Gossip Girl. And he does we'll support see. us. He does support us. My sister and her husband have been supporting us for quite some time. And, love them. you know, they are the VIPs because they're our family. But also... Yes. You know, their their hardworking money still goes to our network, and we really appreciate it. And Ryan, finally, you by yourself is patron of the week. I called him our Rye guy because we like to call him Rye guy. We call we have a lot of nicknames for Ryan, um, but I'm just we're thankful that you're a part of the network, right? We are, and you'll get your post. Maybe I'll put an extra gold star Ooh. in it or something.
0: Um, So thank you, Ryan. Are you not going to tell him until he sees the post? Yeah, I'm not going to tell him. Perfect. Yeah, I want to
1: see his genuine reaction. That
0: makes me so excited. (laughs) me too.
1: I love that so much.
0: Yeah. Rye guy.
1: We love Rye. I love when I can close my notebook and Michelle tells me the haiku,
0: and then we get to talk after dark. I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay. So here is the haiku for season four, episode two. The Gringos. The Gringos? Road trip for the boys for some unfinished business. Ryan feels betrayed. Betrayed? Who does he feel betrayed by? Dun, dun, dun. You
1: have the flow. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know who who he could be betrayed by besides Seth. I mean, really, no one else... He really hasn't had any contact with anyone else. I would be really pissed if it was Dawn, because she's been doing so well. So if she betrayed him, I would be very upset. Road trip, I'm assuming this has to do with Volchuk. I know that thing that whole plot is not quite finished. Don't as I said before, don't remember how it ends. So I'm looking forward to seeing either justice for Marissa or not. I don't know how I feel about his ending of Volchuk. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is hard. I don't remember what's happening. Are we supposed to be in like, I know you said Thanksgiving is coming up soon. So I'm assuming we're in November if it was like end of June.
0: It is okay, November. Okay. So, yeah. Maybe October, but I think, I think they're pretty on point with the, for right? Yeah. So the month that they're in. All right. So it's November.
1: Maybe. I know, I mean, not to spoil anything, but I know we do get to see a glimpse of Ryan Atwood's father in this season, so I don't know if it it happens just yet. Maybe we're on the road trip for him, but no, I really think it's it's for Volchuk. So maybe he feels betrayed by Julie. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't remember. I really don't remember. It's okay, because... (laughs) You don't remember either? Well, <laughs> Until while you making the this haiku, yet.
0: I was reading recaps and trying to understand. I was like, oh, my God, that's right. But I have to tell you the details in this episode, it won't come back to me till I watch. Oh, wow. Okay. And even what's to come, like I said last season when we were talking about it in After Dark, I know plot lines when they're coming. Not sure.
1: Okay. Gotcha. It's
0: fun. I have yeah, to say I'm fun. super fun for season four because, you know, I'm just going to watch it week by week. I'm not going to go ahead. And because I thought about that, I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch. Yeah. The cats are just having a BF right now. They're having a BF. Bitch fit. No, they're like
1: staring past each other like shit's going to happen. Yeah.
0: But they were just fighting, too. Yeah. Um, But I thought about that, like going ahead and watching. But I was like, no, then my notes will get jumbled and I don't want to say something that's not right. Fitting. And That's how I
1: feel with Gossip Girl, too. Like to get my three gossip words I will watch most of the next episode because to me those it's still a genuine reaction and when I do write my notes I do will include what my genuine reaction was when I did watch it but it's hard yet yeah, because if you go too far then you're like oh I missed something
0: and I also don't want to rush it I really am going to try right. to milk no, I know. this last season for all yeah. that it is in the OC glory mm-hmm. that I love so much but yeah I mean as much as there's not much to give you. Okay. But as you, like I said, a road trip. Road so trip. keep that in mind. We do a lot of road trips
1: in this Unfinished show. Unfinished
0: business. Right. Keep that in Bull mind. Check
1: or Ryan. not, maybe. Ryan
0: could feel betrayed by who? Everyone at this point. You know, mm,
1: True. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I'm super excited. We're back for season four. If you guys have any ideas or anything we'd like to implement into our show, I know we, talked about adding taylorisms in there which we will do yeah vic mentioned that so i can't wait to do that and get more of taylor she is going to become more of a big character yeah in this in this season so that will be fun if you guys would like to be a part of the show feel free to reach out to us on at let's talk oc on all social media you can send us an email let's talk oc at gmail we love hearing from you send us your questions your comments your thoughts your dreams all of it we will read it and love it. If you're an we Apple, do. if you're an Apple Podcast listener, uh, please consider leaving us a review and rating us five stars. It helps the show so much. And if you want to put a big smile on Listen I's face, we so appreciate it. And yeah. a big, huge appreciation to all of our patrons on our Patreon, uh, the It Takes Three Network. Without you guys, we really wouldn't be able to do this, nor would we want to.
1: Right. You guys make us want to do it more, and And all the positive feedback. Yeah, and the
0: community behind it just makes us so happy. So, uh, until next week, we'll be back with season four, episode two, the Gringos. After dark, after after dark, dark. let's talk. Let's talk.
1: Oh, gringos, so Gringos, so Mexico. So we are going to Volchuk because that's where he went, right? When he left, yeah, correct. Do you remember what happens with Volchuk because you didn't even no, remember he was in season four? I did not, which <laughs> is like
0: the fact that I admit that it's like, oh, I don't remember, it makes me a little embarrassed, but also I'm like, whatever, we're all human, and right, I love seeing the how i don't remember shows that's become really fun for myself is like Mm -hmm. wow michelle you've seen this so many times you don't remember it's like yeah i don't i don't know what i'm doing what i'm watching what i'm focusing on um yeah i did not remember and even reading the recap so ryan feels betrayed by seth Mm, i can see that and i'm i'm like i don't like why going down (laughs) I don't remember how this all happens. I'm sure once I watch it... Oh, yeah. I'll come right back to you. We had a couple of uh, questions and comments. Randy just texted. Mm. Oh, about Curb. Yeah. (laughs) We had a couple of comments, actually. Jillian says, as much as she enjoyed the whole fight club, Ryan's mental health in this season is not well portrayed otherwise. He already moves back in and then managed to work through all the issues without professional help in record time. That's so true, though. Summer's foray into therapy has its own mess. Completely hilarious, for sure. But Ryan can't just jog away from his pain. Right. Jillian also says, remember when Seth and Summer had their first kiss by the pool and Seth had told her about how he loved the way she fed the squirrel because all the other squirrels were mean to her? Yeah. Was this a foreshadowing to her animal activism? Probably. Uh, Also appreciates how this season really focuses on all the good Ryan brought to their lives, and the origin story and the Christmas episode, yeah, to name a few. Thanks, Jillian. Thank you. Vic says she's already ready for a smiling Ryan, but doesn't want to rush any episodes. Yeah, Uh, the podcast has been awesome, and so sad it's almost over. I know we got sixteen weeks, guys. (laughs) Let's make it super long. Yeah. Alicia, does Julie and Neil get married?
1: Doesn't she stay in
0: the house? They don't get married. And she does stay in the house. Weird. How that happens and she finagles it, I don't really remember. But she does stay in the house because then Summer comes and Taylor does too. Yeah. What the hell? That's weird. And then... Ryan and Taylor kind of happen out of nowhere. Mm. Why her and not someone new? We never see Taylor and Ryan interact. And then all of a sudden he's kissing her to save her from her French lover. Mm. Was she checking in with Ryan while she was in France? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say
1: no to that.
0: Because they didn't have that type of no, relationship. S- Seth,
1: them um, are like her people. That's right. So I think that was what she was doing. And I think... I mean, obviously I don't remember how it pleased out, I just remember really liking them together because it was different and lighter and happier, but also like probably really random now that I'm thinking about it, because how
0: do we get there? You know, so I was thinking about this when I was reading this question before we were recording and Ryan is now alone. Yeah. And struggling. Mm-hmm, Taylor maybe. is also alone and struggling. And so it's like, well, why not would these two opposites come together right. and help each other in this time of need? Yeah. They both need someone. So I guess it Is it, it like a
1: rebound sense.
0: then? Kind not of. Not that like
1: Ugh. a rebound for like emotion. Not like yeah. necessarily because like because him and Marissa weren't really together. They weren't. Towards the end. But also we knew from him that he always would still have a place right. in his heart for her. Right. Right. But maybe like a rebound to kind of heal. Yes. Yeah. You know, an emotional outlet. Like she was there to help heal and have a positive like look on his life, positive influence and her and him for her. So I'm excited to see it play out. I mean, I've always said I loved them together. This was many, many moons ago when I watched it. So My opinion, I loved Sadie the first time I watched it too, and I really do still like her as a character, but them together was a hot freaking mess. You're a nice guy. Hot mess. Keep in touch. So I wonder if my opinions (laughs) being 31 watching will change for Taylor and Ryan. I don't know.
0: I'm hoping that... I just love it more than I did because I've always, I didn't mind it, but it wasn't my favorite. Right. That makes sense. I'm hoping now I'm like really excited for it and to see Ryan and Taylor interact and just to get more Taylor. I'm very excited for this season. I'm very excited to see these storylines and to really absorb. Right.
1: Because I feel like last time I watched at least I didn't really absorb how could you a lot you? of it because i would like the certain huge things i remembered but
0: i mean listen hey even with gossip girl i know i'm not absorbing right i'm watching it for the first time while chatting in a room yeah while taking notes i know i'm missing things right you know and if there is a day i go back and rewatch after finishing the series i'll be like oh wow this is why we love this part right and you're just being a hole, michelle and not <laughs> no realizing. it's just, you're
1: watching it yeah with fresh eyes and also with a different person like life perspective and age on yeah. it which we always talk about so yeah if, if you know not to go on gossip girl but watching it older is completely changed it for me so watching this show older made me appreciate it more yeah. the second time around yeah than the first even though i did love it the first time too
0: I haven't introduced the show like w- like in the past. Like I remember making you guys watch it and I will say make because I did.
1: Well, yeah. I mean we didn't we weren't like tied down. No, right. you weren't.
0: <laughs> but you guys really genuinely liked like Tim yeah. liked it and John liked it and Sam There's liked it. There's nothing not to like. I know. You know? I know.
1: I don't just, know what, you just yeah. have to be in that mood to watch a type of show where it's based on family and Lessons, but not in like an after school special way, you know, (laughs) not like full house or say by the bell, yeah. But in a way where you're like, ah, it's feel good, but also like they do shed light on a lot of shit that you go through when you're a teenager and even after that. So, nothing not to like. Good stuff. Any other uh, thoughts for After Dark? Goodness. No, I have no recollection really of what happens for next week.
0: (laughs) I mean, Thanksgiving's in two weeks. Okay. Makes sense. That's the episode Sam and Bobby are coming on for. Oh, right, right, right. They chose that. They chose two episodes. They chose three and 15.
1: Oh, interesting. 15, that's the penultimate episode, mm -hmm. right? It's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Chris Mika. Me too, man. Oh, so bad. Yeah, I'm really excited for that.
0: And Thanksgiving too, because we didn't get Thanksgiving last year. No. So it's been. Have we not gotten Thanksgiving since season one?
1: I don't think so. God. Right? I'm trying. Like, <laughs> obviously, the Chrismica ones stand out the most. Those are the most, yeah. For Same. some reason, the Chris with Lindsay is sticking out in my brain. That's like season
0: two. Season two, obviously. Season three is the Bar
1: Mitzvah. Okay. And then season one was like the classic right? Right.
0: With We're, summer and Wonder Woman, and right and gives her the con, right, the comic
1: right, book. yeah. So yeah, I know. I'm excited for that for Me Chris too. Mika. Not that I'm not excited for the rest. It's Just I know what to expect from that one. Yeah, and not knowing what else is going to happen leading up to that is
0: interesting. Yeah, and then like what going back on what Alicia said, how. Ryan and Taylor happen so soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to how soon we get that. Right. Because I don't remember that happening so soon, just how I didn't remember Che was in the first episode of season four.
1: Yeah, I have to be honest, I'm not looking forward to Che. <laughs> He's such an odd duck. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not really, truly looking forward to, like, what's going on with Caitlyn in her life. The Lukes. Yeah, the Lukes, and then, like, just her, like, with high school bullshit. I know. And we get that. I know. We like, get we sprinkles of it. to focus on Which that. we have
0: to, because she... She's a Cooper, after all. And she's a mainish character now. And then we get into just... She gets so attached to the bullet. Mm, Yeah, I kind of remember that. And I don't remember when we get the bullet in here. (laughs) We also, Julie and Kirsten's business grows, but then... Uh -uh. Yeah. (laughs) But again, I don't remember when all this happened, so that's good. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's why she had to stay in the house, because she didn't have enough money to
0: move again on her own. Like, I'm pretty sure, and guys, correct me, I know we have a couple listeners who have seen season four they've recently watched it pretty sure he gets a job in seattle neil yeah and he moves there and maybe somehow is like a house that summer grew
1: up in and so and julie stays in the house interesting i guess we'll see how it pl- like pays out, plans pans out there it is <laughs> There's the word. say it yeah but i'm excited
0: me too Guys, thanks so much for staying with us for the tail end of After Dark. We're keeping After Dark going.
1: Yeah, because still from week to week, we don't really remember what happened. So we have to talk about it. And you guys do, for the most part, remember. Yeah, And you want to know if we remember the things you remember. So
0: I'm also going to try and come up with hypothetical questions in the After Dark section. Mm. I love Alicia's question of asking what if it was Ryan who died. Yeah, same. As twisted and dark as that is, it's such a great question so thank you alicia yeah if you guys have hypothetical deeper questions like that that kind of have to do with the future or just in this section i'll just find where we're gonna put them just send it all to us please (laughs) thank you (laughs) all right guys we'll catch you next week bye